morning. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. We are in lovely, I'm in lovely Kamoka, Ontario in this gorgeous, brand newly renovated farmhouse. <sighs> and if you guys have been following me on social media this week, you have seen the incessant pictures of my feet <coughs> that are coming from, hi Sylvia, coming from the uh, various locations in and outside of the house where I am propping them up. Um, this house is amazing. It's set out in the middle of a couple of farmers' fields and um, the weather is incredible and there's so much light in the house. Hi, sunshine. Hi, Heather. Hi, Dominique. Hi, Susie. Um, so I call this week's show Paying Bodies in Your Classes. What does it take? I have a class starting tomorrow. Uh, for those of you guys watching this in the future, you can go check out my website and see if it's for sale still, uh, called Marketing to Engage. And um, hi, Elizabeth. And so I, so and so this topic has a lot of facets to it. I did a free call on it. A lot of you were on that. Um, this is not going to be a repeat of that. But what I did ask a lot of you yesterday was um, if I could talk about something in regards to business and marketing. Was there anything? And there was stuff still. If I could do a live show for you on marketing in your business, what would you want me to talk about is what I asked. And a lot of you responded. So I, I want to use what you said to form and create our conversation today. <laughs> I love you and your feet too. Hi, Yaneki. Hi, guys. Um, when I created this class, Marketing to Engage, I was looking at this thing that I get a lot when I'm coaching or I'm doing business programs, which is people asking, like, what does it take to have paying people in my classes, you know? When we all start a business or we've got a good idea or we're, you know, starting a bars business or a bodywork or whatever it is, um, the, the secret hidden, not so hidden idea is that we want people to pay us money for this thing that we do. And so what I find a lot of people struggle with after the choice of that, which is pretty easy, it's like you get inspired, you have an idea, you start a business around it. The thing most people that I coach with struggle with or seem to struggle with is, uh, is actually finding the people that wanna pay them. And so what begins at that point is the facilitation of your business of you in the creation of discovering what it takes to invite people to what it is you're aware of. When you relegate business and marketing to a bunch of terms, you completely take it out of what's actually available to you in terms of what you could choose to create it. And um, Megan Hill's got a, a marketing class starting actually in a couple weeks called uh, Marketing the Flirtation of Possibilities into Reality. And when she put that title out, I was like, that. That's what I'm talking about with engagement. That is what I've used to create everything I've created with this business. That is engagement. Flirting is engagement. And what, what a lot of us do when it comes to business is we take our sexualness out of it, we take flirting out of it, we take sex out of it, and we try to inform people to death in the hopes that if we give them enough information and rain shower on them dates and times and oh my god I'm so excited that they'll choose it and I don't know if you guys have noticed but it doesn't always work and so there's this other there's this other world of possibility that has to do with actually engaging with people engaging with energies engaging with who you are as a being I was engagement 
and it's a big conversation. And so this, the six part class is going to cover a bunch of different things. How does this apply to landing pages and emails? And I, you know, like I was coaching with one of my VIP clients and she was like, your emails are so good. You're, they're the only, I get this a lot. Your emails are the only ones I open. And I'm like, okay, so what's different about my emails then? What am I being that's different that a lot of other people aren't being where you just like don't even want to look at them? So, so I started breaking this apart. So I want to use your, what you posted on this thing to really shape this conversation. And if you guys have questions while you're on here in regards to what you're creating, go ahead and ask me and I can talk about that today, okay? All right, so I said, if I could do a live show for you on marketing and business, what would you want me to talk about? And Kelly Johnson said, how to get people to say yes. <laughs> and, and so that's broad, right? How do I get people to say yes to me? That, that, that is really the conversation. But my thing would be in response to that, well, how do you get somebody to sleep with you? For some reason, when we bring the topic of marketing into the topic of sex and flirting, we are shown something different about ourselves. Either that we have no idea how to flirt anymore and we never do it, or we are very good at that over here, but not so good at that over here, which means we're doing something different here than we are over here, or we're being something different. There's this question from the advanced how to become money workbook that I've got on my phone as a screensaver, and it, it is this. What can I be or do today to make sure money's never a problem for me again right away? And I love that because it taps me right into like, what is it that I already know about this in some area of my life that I'm just refusing to apply to other areas of my life? Where does getting everything I want work? In what area? Maybe it's you always, someone always brings you a coffee every morning and you never have to ask for it. Maybe it's uh, getting sets of tires for your car. Maybe it's you don't have a problem finding anybody to sleep with, that part's really easy for you and money's hard. Maybe, where do you already have ease? Because you have to go mining your world for where this stuff is really working for you already and then you have to start to extrapolate. And extrapolation is just taking something that already is and going, well, how do I apply that here, okay? Because the thing about marketing is if you do it like everybody else does it, you're gonna be missing the brilliance of you. Second thing about marketing, if you do not include people, how much you hate them, how much you care about them, how much you're not interested in them, then um, you're missing out on the whole thing. Most all, the whole world is run by people. So if you aren't willing to engage with people, if you aren't willing to receive people, if you aren't willing to receive yourself, then this could be kind of challenging for you because people are the entities without bodies and entities with bodies are the, they're the beings that bring entities with bodies to pay you. So are you willing to receive all those people? How many people are you willing to receive? One or two? Or would you be willing to receive a room full of people? And if you're not willing to receive a room full of people around that, that's cool. Just notice that and go, well, what would I have to be or do different to be willing to receive this? And whose contribution would I have to be willing to receive in order to have this? Thing three, if you're trying to do it all by yourself, is it working? Can you do it all by yourself? 
And are you trying to do a business all by yourself? Or are you being something in the world that you know is a gift and you wanna have that spread everywhere, right? So when I go out and I'm trolling, right? Like if I go out trolling and I'm like, you know, hunting around for fun that night with somebody, I don't do that a lot anymore, but if I do. I go out, I create for myself a situation in my body, with my face, with what I'm wearing in my clothes, that I go out and I know I'm fun and I'm a gift and somebody's gonna enjoy the shit out of this. Like that's how I go out. I don't go out at that night worried that I'm not gonna get it, you know, I don't go out with this other energy of like doubt and I'm not sure, like when I go out to go out and have a good time, I go out knowing and just flirting with everything just to see what's possible. Now, there've been times in my business where I've done the opposite of that with marketing, where I'm like, I have to do this, I should do this, I have to do, like if, if you look at, if you went out and started flirting with everything, like, so let's just see. If you went out, you, you have an evening ahead of you and, and you wanna like, you know, bring someone home and have some fun. And you went out with like, okay, I have to do this and I should do this and I've gotta say this and I have to do that. How is that evening gonna go? Are, are you gonna bring somebody back or are you probably very likely gonna like push everybody away in that, you know? Like when I start taking the things that we do with marketing, we're very much lumping that right now. And I apply it to other areas of life, it gets insane. Like it just gets insane. Like you would never do the things you do in marketing with like this area. And so what is it that actually attracts people? Is it the push, push, push of I have to do, I have to share, I have to say this thing, I have to give you all this information? Do you like being treated like that? Or do you more like being pulled in by something that you're not really, really sure what it is, but you just like it? And here's where it's very, very different marketing to humanoid beings, which is what all of us crazy people are, than it is to market to human beings. Because human, human beings uh, are very like linear. But humanoids like being enticed. We like the smell of nice food and the taste of good wine. And we like the, we like our curiosity being piqued and our, you know, our senses being tantalized. And we like to like go after things and try to discover like what it is. Uh, Gary Douglas called one of the seven-day classes a couple of years ago um, something like me capo, me carpo, me tapo, me something, right? There was four M words. And finally, somebody asked him, like the middle of day two, after, after more people were at the seven-day than had ever been there before, he didn't explain that title. He didn't give a fucking prep, nothing. He did nothing. He just gave it this weird title. Finally, on day two, somebody asked him what the what the title of the class meant and he's like nothing it was like me caro is my car and me, me capo is my cap and they were nonsense words they weren't even spanish they were just nonsense words and what he wanted to do is see he wanted to instill a question in people's worlds of like what is that and a projection of oh it must be something and and he is, I would say Gary Douglas is probably the master of this and it's something that I have been playing with for like the last five years and sort of discovering what things do. But when you are marketing to a completely different group of people, are you willing to be as different as you are or have you somewhere bought that you've got to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help you God and you've got to push out this information as if 
that's the answer to people saying yes. So all of this stuff is in and around like what do you want to create in the world? And it's an energetic conversation because when you are doing linear explanation and you're giving out all the facts, that creates and generates one set of energies in the world and it creates and generates one set of results and it's a lot of push energy, right? So that actually pushes people away and they have to work harder to say yes to you. But when you're flirting and when you're playing and when you're like, I wonder what this will do, I wonder what this will do and you're like tickling the possibilities and tickling their interest, um, that creates another energy in the world. And so does it guarantee people are gonna say yes? No. But do you have a guarantee that people are going to say yes? When you go out at night, do you know 100% sure that you're going to come home with somebody fun to play with? No, but if there's a possible chance you will, then you might, right? What would it take? You can't force people to say yes, but you can invite them to say yes. So every energy that you are being with something comes across even if you're not saying it. So in, in these calls, one of the other things we're gonna talk about is like, are you functioning from any secret or hidden agendas? Like, I, I, I'm trying to look like I'm playing with this and flirting with this. I'm gonna look like I say the words of flirting and playing, but underneath, I'm really functioning from, oh God, oh God, I hope people say yes. I don't think they're gonna say yes. I'm probably gonna fail at this business, you know? Like all these hidden energies underneath. Um, okay, I have a few drinks and relax, and then the fun just flows. And I get, I'm, I get to, I'm having fun with everyone and everything without caring what happens or how it happens. It's like, I have an expectancy that things will go my way. Uh, I have to look at this. Yeah, that's brilliant because all of you have these areas of your life. It may not be flirting and going out and shenanigans. That may not be the area in which you have brilliance. But you do have an area of brilliance and it won't look like my area of brilliance. Um, there's a girl that I've been just watching. She's beginning this whole promoting thing on Facebook. And so I've been just sort of watching her, watching to see what she chooses and how she's doing things. She, her invitation is this guileless openness that is so seductive, but not in what you would assume seductive is, right? It's like babies. Babies are the most seductive thing on the planet, right? When there's a baby in line, can you even not look at them? Like it doesn't even matter if the baby's not cute. You are staring at them. They're pulling so much energy by just being the guileless, beautiful things that they are that you can't not look at those things. So you wouldn't normally call that a seductive energy, but start looking at what you can't not look at, what you can't turn away from. What is it being? What is that thing being that is like drawing you in? Are you using those elements in the creation of your business? Are you using those elements in the creation of your classes? Um, this house is a really good example of, um, I'm sorry, I'm just playing with the comments section here so I can see you. Hey, Rebecca. This house that I'm in right now, um, I might give you a full tour like on Instagram things, but anyway, this is a really great example of a property that I can't stop loving. Like it pulls so much energy and it's everything in it. It's the way it's designed. It's all the materials in it. Like it, it combines like natural woods with natural fibers. It's got all these cool with warm colors, marble, um, modern things. Um, the outside spaces are really sheltered from the wind, but there's like, you get sun on this side in the morning and the sun on this side in the afternoon. So you have, you have shade and so 
it's got all of these different elements to it that make it a place that your body just like goes exhale in. Now I've stayed, I stayed in a condo in Paris. Now there's plenty of choices for places to stay in Paris, but the place that I chose in Paris was this, was not as much money, right? So it was in this building that was older, no AC, which is common in Paris. But um, <laughs> anyway, it was not well taken care of. The drawer faces were falling off. It, it had the surface look of being nice because on the Airbnb pictures it looked, it, it photographed well, but then when you got into it, everything was falling apart and it was basically a shithole. And the management company didn't, um, didn't take care of it. So that created this other energy in my world. And so on one, on one of these, that we found this place on Airbnb as well. So on one of them, the pictures and the being of it were congruent. On the other one, the pictures and the being of it were not congruent. And it created something really different in the world and created something really different in my body. So the same is true of you and your classes. And this is where it becomes really, really important to get to the energy of what are you doing? What do you want to create with this? Is this class just a good idea? Is this business just a good idea? Or are you generating something in the world? When you go out at night, let's use the example of like going out to uh, flirt or whatever, shag someone that night, right? Um, what are you creating with that? What are you being with that? And what's that going to create in your world when you create it? The thing about a lot of these things that we go to create, whether it's like shagging someone or, you know, creating a house or a car or something, those particular items are pretty clear. It's like we know, we see it, we can see them. We've seen them on the roads, we've seen them on the side of the houses or everywhere, um, shaggable things or everywhere, you know, so you can, you can see them. The thing about a lot of what we want to create in the world is that you can't see it from these eyes. A lot of what you want to create in the world is perceivable. It's energetic. It, it shows up in maybe like a, a, a session or, a, you know, like a landing page or if it's an online thing or it shows up in tangible forms. But what you want to create with it, if you're doing coaching or, you know, bars class, is change in the world in people's bodies, is, is a different energy in the world. And if you yourself are not clear on what it is you're creating with the thing that you're creating, the energy that you put out in the world will be this mashup of things that people can't engage with because you're not fully engaged with it. You're not actually being it. And so a lot of these conversations around marketing, as far as I'm concerned, are you getting really clear on the energies that you are being, the energies that you're inviting people to, the energies that you're being when you do anything related to letting people know about something. Every single time that I make a Facebook post, I did a Facebook post today. Um, every single time that I do one, including today, I will get a piece of the puzzle of what it is I want to say. And then I will start to craft what I want to say. But all of it is to create an effect. And so when I'm sharing about a, a class that people can pay me for, like marketing to engage, I've got to look at what is the effect I want to have here? Because every single thing you put out in the world creates future, creates something. Choice creates, that's it. Choices you make, whether it's in marketing or you're creating class, they create. There's been a lot of classes. I've, I've, oh man, I just recently did a sale 
on some of my past classes, 30 of my 80 past classes. I have 80 classes in my, um, excuse me, there's, there's ghosts in the house. I'll be right back, don't go anywhere. Okay, I have 80 classes from the last three years in my website backend that some or lots of you have taken. And so I recently did a sale on 30 of them because I needed to delete and like make space. And so why was I saying this? So every single one of those classes, it ranged, had like ranged from two people in them to like 500, depending on the class. But every single class that I created, created future for me. You know, whether I put it out on Facebook or I did email or I connected with people one-on-one -on -one or I did strategy sessions or however it was that I generated and created paying bodies in that class, uh, created, created the future that I'm having today. Why? Because every single thing you put out in the world generates and creates an energy. So sometimes the classes I would, I, there, there have been so many times when I've got so many classes going on, you know, it creates this it creates an energy of its own where people are like, oh my God, she's somebody, like what's happening? You know, like creates this buzz energetically. There's other times when I'll create a bunch of classes where, or, or just one or two that I'll put a lot of energy into that it creates this other thing, like it creates projections, it creates judgments, it creates positive and negative, it creates futures you're having. Like there's all this stuff that things, choice creates. So when you expect a linear result from, I'm gonna do this and this and this, and then I'm gonna get this result, you kill every possible future that could come from the things that you create and generate. So then there's gotta be a, a different choice available then. Because this, because if marketing isn't about do this and you'll get this result, which is a very, very popular thing to talk about with marketing done in this reality, do this funnel, make this page, talk about it in this way, and then you will get paying bodies in your classes. That's what a lot of people tell you. But I'm in a lot of those Facebook groups where, you know, the ClickFunnels group and the Kajabi group, and there, trust me, there's 40,000 members in one group and 14,000 members in another group, and there are plenty of people in there doing the right things that are not making any money. And you guys might have experienced that too, where you're like, I'm doing exactly what it is they told me to do, and I'm not having the results. So then it's not just the doing. There's something else required. And so what is that? That, my friend, is a very good question. What is required of you? What would you have to be willing to be? When you are having what you're having, no matter what anybody tells you or what anybody says or what anybody else's point of view is, what, what do you become then at that moment that you could use? Um, if you are like, yeah. If it doesn't matter if certain people say yes, only that you find the people that want to say yes, what could you be or do? Because this is something else I see people doing in personal lives and in their personal lives and in their business is like, like this thing of like, how do I get people to say yes? And really, I think I'm using that for the whole show. Um, <laughs> you can't actually force people to say yes, but you can find the people who are already a yes. And so do you have a fixed idea of who it is should say yes to you and are therefore missing the ones who will say yes to you? 
And if the adventure was about finding and pulling and seeking and being there for the people that want to say yes to you, then what different kind of adventure would you create? Do you function in the world knowing that there are 1.2 million people out there that want to say yes to you? Or do you function in the world hoping that somebody says yes to you? Like there's two totally different spaces of being. I remember uh, when I was first starting with all this online business nonsense that is why you and I get to connect right now. It turns out it's not nonsense. Um, I remember like needing to trick myself into something greater a lot. And one of the things I started to look at when it came to money, because I, I really had a lot to outcreate in my own world in regards to money. I had, you know, grown up in a family that was completely broke, survival mode all the time. And so for me to get here where like money is no problem anymore, in fact, it's growing all the time, it took some work. And the, it was internal work on my points of view. And I, I remember um, a moment where I was looking at like, what does it take? Like, what does this take? And I was looking at, okay, so how many people are in the world? You know, is, is competition really a thing? Can I really take your people? I was like, wow, there's 7.8 billion people in the world. If I only had 0.0001% of all the people in the world in my classes, or I put a bunch more zeros in there, that would still be like 100,000 people a year. And I'm like, that would be $100 million. I mean, I did some of the math and I was like, it was crazy. It was crazy how much I was limiting myself based on a point of view. And so I started functioning differently. Like, okay, if I start functioning, like I know people are out there that want to say yes to me. And so where are they? That's different than, um, oh God, I'm going to put this out there and hope people say yes to me. Hope the people that I have now will say yes to me and then try to force them into saying yes. And, and that, that changed everything for me. Cause now when I have a class, I'm like, I wonder where I can put this for the people that need it to say yes to. And I wonder what words I can use that would speak to them. And I wonder what, you know, I want to create this in the world. What could I say about this that would invite them to look at it for themselves? And, and if they want to say yes, say yes. So it, it instigated a different set of questions and I started functioning differently. And, and so since then classes and money have not been a problem. Hey, what's required for this class to succeed? And what would succeeding with this class be for me? Um, I've got one more class coming up in another couple of months. We're launching it again called Actualize Business. And it's the six month program. A lot of you guys are in it right now, but we're gonna do it again. And I was like, you know, what would it take for, for, the, for us to have double the, the number of people in this? Like, what would I have to, who could I connect with? Like, uh, who could I talk to? Can I, is there a different way I can even, you know, shape this program so that I can connect to other people that can talk to their people? Like, is there more information I can give about, is it information? Is it something else? What can I engage with around this program that would contribute to it growing with ease? And what can I receive from this program that would give me the information and the energy that I required to, to generate and create with it, you know? When you're willing to function as an energetic being, not a human doing, something, a whole new universe opens up to you. And that's the conversation of marketing to engage. Are you marketing to just do business or are you marketing to engage people? Like engage with them, engage with their lives, engage with the energy that they are, engage with the possibilities. In your own life, 
Are you just doing the access consciousness tools? Are you engaging with the tool? In your own world, are you, are you just doing problems and trying to solve and fix things? Are you engaging with the fact that there might be a different possibility available to you? You know, what are you engaging with? And guys, if you want to join the series, my team is on. They're posting the link all over through the comments so you can join. But it's a big conversation. And that's why there's six calls in the series. And we're going we're gonna to apply those to all the different things, including being interested in people. What are the pulling and the pushing of energies? And how does that work? And how can you begin to use those to your advantage? Um, what are you already doing unconsciously? And what can you become conscious of that would give you a different choice? And what would you really like to have? Are you, are you secretly avoiding success? Which is where all of this shit's coming from. Are you secretly succeeding at failing? You know, what are the underlying points of view that you're functioning from that are creating your reality? And then, okay, cool, we looked at those, we're gonna change those, we're gonna run some clearings around those. How can you begin to apply all of this to a landing page, to an email, to social media, to, um, connecting with people one-on-one. -on -one. What, what are you naturally great at that you've eliminated? And what could you begin to choose that would empower you to have the reality and the success that you'd truly like to have? So come play with us if that's fun for you. And if this video contributed to, I'd be really grateful if you'd share it. I can't seem to get to the share button fast enough, so, and besides, it means so much more coming from you. So thank you guys for you and for being here and uh, hopefully I'll see you in the class and if I don't see you there, I will see you next week.